Hello and welcome back to Manabot Studios. I am your host and GM for today's Starfinder session, Krifu Bernal. My pronouns are he, him, and I am super excited to be back with the Book of Bertheta properly. I mean, we did have um, the previous chapter, uh, which was a, uh, a very nice chapter interlude where we met the Star Sailors of the Pact World system. Um, the no sailor Bertheta yet, which I found interesting. Maybe we'll meet them in the future. Um, before we get any further into our stream and what we're doing here today, let's go ahead and meet our awesome cast, starting with Mimosa. Hello, Internet. My name is Dexter Warren. I am an actor, a performer, and, you know, a mess just trying to have a good time, though. Today, I will be playing Mimosa Vega, a Barathu mystic. Here to have fun. Pronouns are he, they. Hi there. Uh, my name is Parker Wallace. Uh, my pronouns are they, she, fey. Um, and today, I will be playing Ushogu. My pronouns are he, him. And I am a Han cultist Salarian who's trying to do good in the world while also trying to serve the Devourer. All hail. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. I am Jeff. I uh, am just a guy who's a podcaster for fun. And uh, my pronouns are he, they. I am playing Ino Nasheng, uh, a Lashunta envoy, also pronouns he, they. And I'm uh, looking forward to uh, introducing them. Uh, yeah, hello everyone. I'm Cypher. My pronouns are he, him. I do freelance art and animation for game studios um, as my day job. Uh, normally I play Ryder on Cosmopunk. She's the little Yusaki operative. But today I've been roped into playing a small bantered mechanic named Twill and their drone Plex. I have no idea how this is going to go, but it should be a ton of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. I will say, one of my favorite things about Cosmopunk is the introduction of Isoki, not just as, like, rat people, but as, like, all types of small furry creature people. Yeah, um, little little jittery mammal people, just, um, I think, is a fun idea. And the campaign I'm running at the moment on um, Akaton is... Uh, getting a little deeper into that, but that won't be, won't be released for another year, so we're going to oh, have to wow. wait for that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, just, we've got a hectic release schedule, but yeah, go on. It's fully co committed me to playing an Isoki Capybara, which would just be so Oh my god, that sounds oh. amazing! I, 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 yes. I, I just, I need the chance to, to, to bring it out. Is it too late to change my character? At <laughs> <laughs> the last minute. Does it go up a size class? Also, what class would it be? Would it be like a fighter or, or, or what would it be? A soldier, vanguard? I have know, an big... idea for like this chilled out mystic that just spends all of his time like in hot tubs and spas. Yeah. You... <laughs> Absolute vibe. We had a, a character <laughs> that um, was an NPC recently that was um, uh, like a. Actually, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. <laughs> Check out the podcast. Go for it. So. Um, previously on the Book of Bertheta, um, five adventurers were brought together by a Verthani and Barathu by the names of Thozil and Gatwal to search for and explore the moon Marata and its mountain 
mountainous forests for a crashed um, uh, aether ship known as the Amber Vessel. Uh, they found it and since then have been flying around Bretheta, uh, going on various adventures um, on its various moons. But as of recently, one member of the crew has, uh, hap by happenstance, honestly, it was quite random how they entered into the competition of the Mixed Pact World's beauty pageant. Um, but having won, they are now returning from their whirlwind tour. Um, so I think as the camera opens, we see the planet Bretheta, the largest planet in the packed world system. This um, beautiful sapphire jewel rotating. You can see um, that its facets and... Uh, colorations like move as the winds blow on the gas giant blow. The camera kind of spins around and we see the sun in the distance almost like a flare in the camera lens um, and coming out of that flare is the amber vessel. Um, a large space dirigible um, with this sort of amber coating. Um, and as it flies through we kind of zoom in through one of the portholes um, and into the exquisitely uh, furnished chambers of one Mimosa Vega. Uh, Mimosa, who do we see and what's the room look like? Yeah, so the room has had a bit of an update. Uh, it's not as sparse, uh, sparsely decorated. Now there's, you know, those really big fluffy uh, you step into it and your feet sink down a little bit type carpets. There's soft padding like that um, between like fuzzy shag carpeting on the floors, um, just a lot of plush everything um, all around because as a floating creature, you know, sometimes I want to chill out on the ceiling, maybe by a wall. Um, so there's a lot of um, iridescent coloring the whole light spectrum um, from one end to the other and then wrapping back around in a gradient. Um, and bits of uh, gems that just kind of um, make different necklace designs just kind of hanging on a stand by the desk. Uh, but instead of kind of matching all of this like glitz and glamour, uh, the Barathu equivalent of sweatpants and a very oversized t-shirt that says Saren Ray is my co-pilot. Uh, Mimosa <laughs> is just kind of floating, floating just above the bed, just kind of being comfy, uh, wearing the sass as kind of a headband um, before properly going out um, and facing the day. Okay. Um, the camera kind of like slides through the door and into the hallway and like goes straight through another door and then kind of begins like kind of weaving past these doors of now empty crew cabins. Maybe um, at one point they had people in there. Maybe we can see a few like objects left lying um, by those who maybe sped off a little too soon. But as we swing by one particularly particular cabin, um, the the lights 
kind of dim a little bit and flicker eerily uh, as the, the, the camera pans and we can see Ushogu. Ushogu, uh, what do you look like and what does this room look like? So as a Han, um, uh, Ushogu is a 10 foot tall uh, insectoid bipedal uh, with four beady black eyes, huge mandibles, uh, and a deep purple exoskeleton. Um, they are wearing uh, armor that seems to have been um, the skin of a uh, scaled animal, like a like a gila monster, sort of. Um, and over that is uh, a cowl and a cloak. Um, he stays hunched over most of the time, hiding his uh, true height. Uh, right now, I would assume that Ushogu would be preparing an offering to go into deep meditation, uh, which would include uh, burnt offerings, definitely some strong incense, and maybe a circle of rock salt. Mystical. Mm -hmm. Um, we pan out a little bit and we can see uh, the amber vessel once more flying um, to this towards Bertheta. Um, where, where exactly is the Dawn Flare Temple, Mimosa? Uh, I would say it is probably towards the northern part of the planet. Okay. Okay, so like up high in the atmosphere, probably yeah. around Trilidium and Confluence. Yeah, um, so. probably. I would imagine that there's a, a you know a reason the because the temple itself is floating and can decide where it wants to go. Um, yeah. But it, it, this is the the best place to catch the the, the sunlight through the thick clouds um, of the planet. And as well, you know, so maybe as the, the Amber Vessel kind of flies through, we pass by Confluence, um, which is just this spaceship-sized Barathu floating um, not far off from Trilidium. Confluence being the governing body, literally in this case, mm -hmm. of Bretheta and um, its twin, Leovara. And it also passes by Trilidium, a arcology um, which kind of counts as the capital of Bertheta. Um, we see all these like blue spheres kind of just floating in the gas. Maybe like little jets of, of fire like maintaining its position um, at, in the North Pole essentially. Um, and then we continue on and as the, the clouds and gas part uh, what do we see, Mimosa? What is what does the Dawn Flare Temple even look like? Uh, so the Dawn Flare Temple, I imagine, has um, underneath it large kind of uh, fans that are reminiscent of uh, Laputa and Castle in the Sky, that Ghibli movie, that spin and help it move around the planet, um, chasing the you know how there's up north there. For a part of the year, it's just eternal sun, just like how there's eternal night for several months at a time. I feel like the temple chases the sun around the planet like that. Mm. So it has those fans underneath it. Um, and then for visitors who are non-Barathu, there's that landing area and general reception with 
stone kind of made of solidified clouds. So even when you step on it, it's soft, but you can still hear like kind of weird muffled foot on stone, but not really uh, type sound as you go. And then deeper in, um, there are probably like little shoe covers so that people can um, kind of like four souls in the game, but they only work in inside to help with mobility. So, hey, you know, you can't say I can't make it to the bathroom because, you know, it's floating several feet up in the air. Um, but imagining um, kind of cloudy crystals, a lot of cloud-based architecture um, leading into the sanctum where eventually it gets brighter as different crystals hold mini suns in them. Okay, cool. Um, as the camera moves in, we can see that quite a large crowd has gathered here inside the main sanctum of the Dawn Flare Temple, a temple dedicated to Saren Ray, the goddess of the sun. Interestingly enough, Desna is the goddess of stars, but Saren Ray is the goddess of, of the sun, which is a star. So I'm a little confused as to where those like domains cross over. But regardless, mm -hmm. I think we can leave that question to um, philosophers and priests. Um, we can see quite a large crowd of people gathered in here. Um, plenty of Barathu, of course, floating around in their, I don't know, mystical robes. Like, like we see these large jellyfish like floating with these like white robes with these golden, the golden symbol of uh, Saren Ray around it. Um, there's also uh, a few Lashunta here that are also priests of Saren Ray. Um, and then there are visitors from all over Bertheta and its many moons. Um, some Kalo, some Marakoi, um, maybe some androids, humans. Um, not, no Hans uh, noticeable, unfortunately, except for one uh, who seems to be wearing a sort of corporate uh, suit uh, indicating uh, it's uh, his employment with one of one of the local biotechnology corporations. Um, the camera zooms up on a young Lashunta man. Eno, who do we see? What do you look like? All right, so Eno is, uh, as you said, Lashunta. They have this green skin they're they're humanoid uh and they have these long antennae that come out of their forehead eno particularly is wearing this dark green half coat double breasted with this elongated hex pattern throughout kind of gives it the appearance of like dragon scales the there's a uh, zipper down one side of it that is illuminated. It's luminescent. And uh, you probably would see him with a drink of some kind in his hand. He has a dark set of eyes with yellow irises uh, and wears a set of holographic glasses sort of like these. I'm committed, I guess, to wearing these for the rest of the, the show. That's we'll magical. see how long this yeah. lasts. The battery may die even, but uh, yeah. yeah, so wearing a holographic uh, ocular visor 
around their face. Next time you need to come in full green face paint. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) With some like prosthetic antennae. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Um, Yeah, and and schmoozing with uh, the crowd. Uh, Excellent. And as the camera kind of like flies through the room a little bit, um, it gets a little lower. Um, and we can see uh, moving, darting amongst the, the feet of the land-bound um, uh, guests here in the sanctum is a Bantrid. Twill, what do you look like? Okay, um, so you see a little small blue Bantrid. They're about four foot tall, which is actually quite um, tall for uh, for Bantrids. And they're floating around in a, a small chrome hover chair with the humming blue accents. It's very, very sort of Iron Man-esque. Um, uh, the base of the chair is like a, a metal treadmill. It's constantly rotating and spinning their football in order to keep them moving and breathing, because if they stop moving, they stop breathing. They're like sharks. Um, they've got a blue body with a green stripe across their right eye, akin to the sort of David Bowie lightning strike. And um, round silver glasses and they're wearing a little armored waistcoat with uh, silvery blue buttons and a white lab coat over the top of that with a, a sort of a popped collar that goes up to their um their gills or whatever the, those little flappy things are on the side of the bantry um and they've also got these uh dual linked robotic gauntlets that hover next to them like a pair of hands and they're sort of like allowing them to emote and do various hand gestures while they talk. And yeah, <laughs> they're sort of hovering around. They're, uh, I imagine they're, they're checking out a game uh, akin to chess. They're sort of like floating along next to it, um, checking a move. There's no one like to play it with them. So one of their arms detaches from the side of their head and does the counter moves. And yeah, he's just sort of playing chess with himself at the moment. Okay. Um, the camera like zooms up through the sanctum's like um, upper windows, which uh, are constantly turning to, to let in the sun's light and glory. Um, and as it comes back around to the other side of the, the, the temple, we can see the amber vessel um, shining in the sun's light as it lands. Um, and there are oh, there's like a row of Barathan. Um, priests of Serenray out there waiting to greet uh, the crew as they come out. I, th- I think um, Ushogu might cringe a little bit being surrounded by so much Serenray. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. You're doing great. You know, the Devourer is like that, you know, that cousin who a little awkward, but you know, still part of the family. You know, it'll be fine. It'll be great. You're right. The sun and the devour aren't so different. Flaming ball of fire. Yes, many destructive possibilities. So destructive. You know, it could consume. Hey, you know, when the sun goes eventually, it's going to consume most of the pack worlds with it. So, isn't that kind of devouring? Hmm. Yes. I feel comfortable already. There you go, buddy. 
waiting. Just a little bit of violent destruction to get you through the day. <laughs> just, just as a treat, you know. Just a, just a little bit. Um, waiting in the inside the amber vessel, like to to walk out with you, are the is the captain of the amber vessel, um, Thozil, a uh, Verthani man, a young young Verthani man, whose great 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 grand uncle um, originally captain captained the amber vessel during the gap at some point, um, and he is there with uh, his partner. Uh, Gatwall, a uh, sort of blue-tinted Barathu um, who's kind of floating alongside. Um, and uh, um, Thozil's got his hands on the controls to open the, the stairs that, that lead down. And you can all see through the windows the, the, the retina of uh, priests waiting to greet you. And Thozil kind of like looks over at Yumumasa. So are you um ready for all this? I mean... We've been touring. This is just like any other planet we've visited so far, right? Yeah, it's just like any other planet. They're super chill. Um, you know, I probably... They're not even going to worry about the... Um, yeah, I mean, they're not going to worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, they probably won't bring up the, the pranks I did when I was younger. You know, that we're past that. We're past that stage. So we're good. We're good. I'm just gonna do a quick change, and he sprint float float sprints. Um, he sprouts back to his uh, um, his room. Quick change into a card yellow cardigan, um, like soft gold, uh, just to be a little comfy. Uh, and you know we're we're ready to go. Okay. Um, Gatwall kind of like floats behind you as you're 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 changing, and from outside of your cabin. Um, uh, they speak with you telepathically as you're, you're mm-hmm. getting dressed. Um, well, uh, Mimosa, uh, I must say, uh, I, I, you, you seem awfully calm, considering you're returning home. Yep, I'm calm. Like, why are you worried? Why are you worried? Why are you freaking out? You know, you don't need to freak out. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. I mean, I'm not... I, I, well, I'm only worried because, well, if I were returning home... Uh, I know that my parent would be pressuring me to merge. Um, as us early, uh, early stage Barathu, uh, it's mm-hmm. new for us to remain um, in this form for as long as we have. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking maybe it won't come up. You know, maybe they'll just be like, wow, that was so... You've been doing so many things. That's so really cool. You should keep keep doing things. And, you know, it'll just be one of those dinner conversations that we all kind of ha- have it hanging in the room, but we don't actually get to. And it's like, okay, it actually ended up being fine. Well, luckily... You can see a nervous you... tick. <laughs> what is that? Like a, ten- a tentacle? Just like... Yep. Just keeps no, like extending, <laughs> comes back, extends, comes back. Well, luckily, you've got your responsibilities as the reigning Mixed Pact Worlds now. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the previous Mixed Pact Worlds, who was also Barathu, uh, I've just, as soon as we entered Bertheta, my infosphere updated, and, well, I've received news that they've been merged into Confluence. Of course, probably through their own th- free will, uh, naturally, um, but... Uh, the article meant in the interview had mentioned that they were that they had felt a pull towards civic service and 
uh, I mean, I'm sure, look, it's, I just want you to know that I have your back. Thank you. I I've not, got you. Oh. I didn't think mix-packed worlds, mix-up-a-theta would, um, hmm, uh, thank you. And I've got your back, too. If anyone comes after you, I will gut them like a pig. <laughs> I love that about you. Thanks, buddy. It's my most endearing quality. You know it is. <laughs> um, so the, the, the crew exits the amber vessel and the, the group of priests kind of lined up outside. Um, they, as, as you start coming out, first this like big banner unfurls. It says, welcome home, Mimosa. Um, and then the uh, queen the, waved with the tendril. <laughs> the the four or five uh, priests in the center all kind of like you know entwine their their tentacles together, and um, we can see there's like a flash of like bright sunlight as the four of them like merge into a much larger size Barathu, and you realize that greeting you is the head priest themselves. Uh, they were in disguise as like their regular versions, as their normal. Yeah. Anyway, Barathu are weird, and I love it. Yeah, love <laughs> them. Um, what is the head priest's name? Is that a question mm. for all of us? Anyone can throw it out. The head Please priest. Please do, because cool. Yeah. The Barathu. Braxil. Ooh, what was that? Ooh, Braxil. B-R-A-X-I-L. B-R-A. Yes. Good. Head I don't know where that came from. That just probably from mm. Saren Ray herself. Yeah. Divine inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the 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 rest of the Barathan priests uh like kind of start singing this um telepathic hymn and sort of like filling the air uh and uh Baraxil um greets you. <laughs> welcome, welcome home, Mimosa. It is such an honor to have you return, having achieved much in your short time away. Well, it's so good to be representing uh, home and the temple. So it's uh, always my honor. Uh, and I give a bow. You seem to have matured greatly in your time away. And I hope that Saren Ray's light has allowed you to grow and blossom. You know, when when you're at the bottom of a hill, the only way to go is up. Yes, as the Psalms often say. Yep, I remember those. Um, uh, you Frank, catch frantically just trying to remember which one. You? <laughs> I was about to say you catch Probably, this, maybe. the the slightest <laughs> telepathic eyebrow raise from Braxil. Um, as they turn and like lead you in, the the, the singing priests um, uh, kind of like part and allow you to enter into the sanctum, where you see quite a large group of guests and visitors all waiting to, to greet you um, and to, to welcome home the the reigning mixed packed worlds. Um, many of them are like, "Good job, Mimosa. Yeah, keeping it in the family. Go for Theta." There's a lot of like sort of like uh, planetary pride there. Um, but the, 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 you were able to keep the crown here in Bertheta, essentially. Um, 
but you see like uh, there are a few people who are definitely like trying to like um like hand you business cards um and uh, a few who are like just trying to get autographs etc etc uh yeah um eno and twill what are you two doing as you see this kind of crew come in um you first eno okay uh, yeah, I think this is the perfect opportunity for Eno to go up to the, the newly crowned Mixed Pact Worlds, uh, maybe while refilling a drink. And uh, they'll, they'll just casually walk up and say, Ah, now, there's someone I've been waiting to speak to all day. Allow me to introduce myself. Eno Nasheng. You, of course, need no introduction. Well, I'm so sorry to keep you waiting. And the uh, tendril will be like, Ooh. Please, the pleasure is all mine. I would have waited far longer, but this seemed as good a time as any to introduce myself. You see, I have a business proposition for you. And I'm sure the other carousers of this establishment, of this party, may have already approached you as such, but I am looking for a sponsor, someone to represent my brand of, <clears throat> well, perhaps that's too soon. I, I, I would uh, take a long sip of something probably more brightly colored than this. Sci <laughs> <laughs> fi alcohol. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, that's lovely. You see, I am uh, starting up a small business of handcrafted and magic-free serums for those with sensitivities. And I'm looking for someone to endorse my product. Of course, this would not be a unpaid relationship, and you wouldn't need to do much other than pose for a few photographs. Well, I can certainly pose for a few photographs. Indeed you can. Well, you don't have to answer now. Of course. Think it over. There's plenty of party to go. Well, I do enjoy mixing business and pleasure. So enjoy the And I knew menu. there was a reason I came to you. Good taste. If there's anything that I can be of service to you, Please do not hesitate to ask. I'm always in the business of granting favors. How about we walk and talk as well? And, you know, given your offer, that might be able to uh, deter some of the others as I uh, accept another business card and give one of those, hmm, <laughs> thank you so much. That um, sounds but... delightful. Honestly, you'd be doing me a favor. Ushogu, what are you doing? I think Ushogu is just watching everything um, 
keeping a, a keen beady eye on the whole interaction, making sure there's nothing funny going on. As you're like scanning the crowd, you see the only other Han in here. Um, another 10 foot uh, tall, large creature such as yourself wearing um, the corporate uniform of the biotechnology company Blood Plus. And they lock eyes with you and you recognize your old friend. Skexavilar. <laughs> I had to like sound that out because I'm like, that's how we pronounce it, right? Skexvilar. Skexvilar. Oh my. (laughs) And you can just see them like, see him like looking at you like. Wait, wait. He looks at me and I look at him. (laughs) And he looks at me and I look at him. (laughs) This are you fool. It's so gross. What do you do? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I think uh, I'm going to uh, lean down and whisper close to Mimosa. This meeting might be compromised. I see an all too familiar face in the crowd. Like a brown noser? No, I mean like. Uh, Part part of the organization that I used to follow, but now don't follow anymore. Ooh. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Uh, still smiling to the audience. Let's just keep an eye on it, you know? it's Maybe nothing will happen. We'll pretend that it's fine. And if something does happen, you know, I'm magical, you're scary, we can make it work. <laughs> one eye. Are you sure not four? Um, you know, let's just keep maybe three. You know, split the difference because I mean, you know, maybe you can see other some some other fun things. It is a party. Does you can Eno see notice oh. this conversation between the two of you? You know, is pretty perceptive. I think that uh, that he would. Yeah, and, also not uh, really hiding it too much. So it's just yeah. like if you, you're close by, so you'd probably hear it. How does Mimosa feel about uh, telepathic messages? It would, if I I'll sent go you for one. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so you know, Lushintas have telepathy. So uh, Eno will send a message to you telepathically. Your friend here seems troubled. Is uh, something the matter? And you'll hear back telepathically. Uh, you know, just some unexpected guests maybe it'll be a problem maybe it won't be but right now uh we're being aware uh you know optimistic but prepared i see well it would behoove me to protect my potential investment so if you do run into a bit of a tussle uh I'm happy to oblige and offer my own sidearm as assistance. Duly noted. Twill. We'll go back to drinking. Yes. Um, <laughs> where are you? So Twill um, would have been just like playing this board game with themselves, like sort of at ground level. Almost, but then they'll hear the the commotion caused by um, 
the ship landing and Mimosa stepping off in the crowd cheering. And that will sort of get their attention. They'll sort of look around and just see legs and tendrils coming down and not able to see what's going on. So they'll sort of like press a button on the hover chair and rise up sort of above the crowd and look over and see what's going on and sort of talk to themselves. Huh, some sort of local celebrity perhaps. Like just to see if anyone nearby like answers them. <laughs> um, as to what's going on. Yeah, as you rise up there, um, you realize that like one of the, the legs that you were kind of like standing next to um, the it kind of just keeps going and going and going and going um, as you're standing next to this large Han figure um, wearing a, a corporate uniform who turns to you. <clears throat> oh God, the Han voice. Parker set such like a good, like like a high level for high bar for Bar's this. Bar's high. That mm-hmm. I'm like... You just got to do your best skeletal impression. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Are you for real that you didn't realize who was going to be here? Um, I'm honestly just here on vacation. I uh, wanted to try and enjoy the, the sights and the sounds of Bethesda. Having a bit of a, a tech detox, you see. You're taking a holiday at the Dawnflare Temple? Sounds boring yes. to me. Well, it's, uh, I was told it would be a nice, chill atmosphere. Lots of nice sights and sounds, and no screens to be staring into constantly. Well, I suppose you came to the right place. Um, the Han kind of, like, looks you up and down. It, it, it doesn't take long. It's only four foot. <laughs> <laughs> Say, you're not, uh... In the market for any um, personal upgrades, uh, I do get a commission. Personal upgrades? Um, well, like, like what exactly? And and you see this this robotic hand like go underneath their um, where their <laughs> chin would be, and sort of like sit there and hover. Something perhaps a little less synthetic. Um, bioorganic materials and a, a card um, gets pulled out and of course it's like it's like onyx colored bone card um, uh, uh, as you see the name on it uh, Skexavilar um, uh, I don't know vice president of commission based sales I don't know how many vice presidents are there There's everyone's got a vice president or something um, at the Blood Plus Corporation. Yeah, Skexavala. Interesting. And you specialize in um, biomechanics, do you? Uh, mm, bioorganics. Uh, we specialize in synth- synthesizing blood and bioorganic materials. Of course, uh, we, uh, Blood Plus has contracted uh, uh, multiple large uh, Barathu-based uh, uh, workshops where we pump out uh, whatever products our clients might need. Absolutely fascinating. Well, I'll definitely have a look into this and Twill like takes the card and um, reads into it. Oh, interesting material this is made from. Is this is this organic as well? Mm, yes, I harvested it myself. Oh, from whom? I didn't get a name. <laughs> 
You see Twill's like eyebrow ridge raise a bit. Well, that's interesting and lovely. I'll um I'll, I'll have a look at this later. And sort of pockets it and slowly starts rotating away from this <laughs> <laughs> Not half an hour. What a strange person. And yeah, they go and like mingle back into the, the crowd of, of jellyfish. <laughs> um so it sounds like we're taking a walk. Uh, yeah, headed. To- well, I was just following, I guess, the head priest towards, um, towards the temple, following the procession wherever it's headed. Right, right. Um, Br- Braxil kind of like gives you a, you know, some time to like be swarmed by people, and then, um, oh. uh, you know, kind of with it, it, their large form and tendrils, kind of like part the crowd away from you, um, and uh, like pull you up sort of onto the main dais. Um, and um, asks everyone to like be quiet in a large, like booming telepathic voice. Um, let's see. Ah, we are gathered here today. Uh, no, that's not how it starts. Uh, anyway, I'd like to thank you all for coming here today to welcome back, of course, uh, young Mimosa Vega back to the fold, as it were. Um, we are so proud of our little Baratha. I suppose I shouldn't call you that anymore. You've gone off and seen the system in its many worlds. Can Twill hear this, by the way, from where they are in the crowd? Yeah, the dais has this, like, it's not a microphone, but a it is a microphone. Crystal. A what? A resonating crystal. Oh, perfect! Thank you. There you go. Same thing. Um, <laughs> yep. I was my, thinking I was gonna go mic. like like something like flower, like but no, crystal's much better. Um, uh, that's like uh, uh, expanding its telepathy so that the whole crowd can hear it. Um, I always think about there's gotta be. I mean, how do you, how does a purely telepathic creature like? record you know like audio essentially mm. there's, there's i'm sure there's devices for it and we have them um crystals uh, and magic uh, i'm sure that mimosa has uh, uh, along with his crew the 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 amber vessel the amber vessel have seen much that our packed worlds has to offer um mix packed worlds um they say to you kind of like a little awkwardly like it's the beauty pageant is like kind of so far removed from the dawn flare temple like you get the sense mm-hmm. they know that they're 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 definitely proud of you but they're not exactly sure what you did like yeah, yeah just... that's fair <laughs> but you <laughs> people recognize fair. you and all these people yeah. showed up for you so it must be great mm-hmm. um mixed packed worlds can you share with us what you uh, have learned on your journey Yes, uh, and I'll float up uh, a little bit, just just a little jellyfish in a big world. Um, so, I, since leaving home, I have seen all different kinds of people uh, from different walks of life with different perspectives. And even though we all walk in the light of Siren Ray, we all walk different paths. And I think as I grow and learn more from 
each experience, sometimes, you know, helping people and sometimes learning about the ancient past and sometimes expanding my horizons in a beauty pageant. Um, I just think that it's a vast universe that we all get to share together. And the important thing is that we all try to do our best for whatever our pursuits may be. And you know what? Have fun, have fun, because we're here for such a short time. Do what makes you happy. And I'll shoot off a little uh, solar flare up into the air and I'll be like, ah. Oh, claps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd uh, claps and applauds for you. Um, uh, and now, now, of course, uh, please, um, uh, uh, Braxil says, please give us some time. Um, uh, I'm sure Mimosa's had a long uh, and arduous journey. It would like a little bit of time to relax. So, uh, uh, Mimosa, you and your friends um, can relax in Saren Ray's garden. Um, and they, like, you know exactly where to go. There's some doors off of here that lead to the, the greenhouse, the conservatory. I will float on in that direction. And somehow, the rest of you get there as well. <laughs> yeah, I think Twill will see... Um, Mimosa, because they they know who they are now. Like going over to this um, this greenhouse, and it'll be something that they didn't spot beforehand, and they're just like, "Oh, plants! That's good for tech detox. I'll go in there as well." And yeah, they'll start like sort of float rolling over towards <laughs> the uh, the greenhouse as well, just to like uh, check it out. Is it like um like an arboretum? Does it have trees in it, or is it um? Just like a biosphere of sorts. It does. Um, there's like crystal windows all over. Um, and the four of you kind of make it through the doors before uh, Baraxil closes them behind you, uh, making sure none of the, um, the fans, as it were, um, can come in and bother you. Um, so indeed, you can see a, a, a large greenhouse here. Um, the windows are tinted so that instead of like the, the so that the light can shine through the glass as the clouds as much as possible. Um, there are is greenery all over with some of course uh, some red flowers on either side of the conservatory um, and a a nice little like. Uh, plateau in the middle um, there are plenty of people in here as well um, but these seem mostly to be either visitors of the temple or priests who um, aren't necessarily interested in what Mix Vega has to, to offer as the, the new Good. reigning Pact Worlds champion excellent um, a few of these people in here might be old friends, Mimosa. Um, you might have to tell me if you see anyone that interests you. But first off, um, Ushogu, uh, as you as the door shuts behind you, you uh, feel like something bump against your lower half and look down and see this bantrid in a hover chair. Oh, sorry, pardon me, pardon me. <laughs> My word. And yeah, Tor's gonna float past. Um, 
this is quite an interesting experience for, for them because Bantreds don't have any sense of smell. So if there are any sort of nice um, aroma flowers in here, uh, they won't be able to smell them, but they do get allergies, um, oh. sadly enough. Oh. So. <laughs> no. They've got both uh, worlds. Yeah, so oh. they'll sort of come in here, realize it's full of um, flowers, and they'll sort of like wince up a bit and sort of like be having a look around to see if there's anything in here that they are instantly going to be allergic to. Uh, make a life science check? Life science, oh. okay. Uh, Make an allergy check. Sure. All <laughs> for allergy. Constitution. Um, I've got physical science here. Is that? Oh no, life science. Uh, plus three. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. But you're not trained in life science. No. Uh, uh, you see lots of plants, and there are plenty of flowers. So there's definitely pollen in the air, which you might be allergic to. Okay, so they're gonna like sort of blink asymmetrically and sort of take their um, hover speed down a little bit so they don't bump into anyone else. But keep trying to enjoy the uh, the atmosphere. Yes, go to Brathada, they said. The tech detox, yes. No need for my eyeballs to swell up and fall out of my head. How <laughs> would that happen to me? Are you having some allergy issues? Well, oh, yes. Hello. Um, sorry, I, I usually have um, some pills or medicine for this, but uh, I I appear to have left it on my on my capsule. Would I be able to use a lesser removed condition to help at all? Yeah, definitely. <gasps> uh, well, to cure my mind, allergies. I, might, <laughs> I could, you know, suppress for a little bit. You know, the like probably a, had some sort like of an aleve. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's exactly it's temporary. Um, oh, okay, right. It'll, it'll last. I wouldn't for be able to today. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be able to. You know, permanently fix it, but I could at least alleviate the symptoms for now. Oh, it's such a darling! Yes, yes, please, if if you if you could. Yeah, and then just with a little tendril, boop, uh, lesser removed uh, condition. Is there any? So. What like is there any like effects that happen when you cast the spell? Uh, I would say it makes a soft little halo from where the tip of my uh, tendril where there's a little whoop, and then a soft point of light uh, then just kind of fades into into your skin. Wow, okay, so yeah, patrol like, um, and, and that just happens, right? There's no light roll for it or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just kind of does. Yeah, so twirl like sort of floats back a little bit and that they have like sort of red rings around their, their eyes, those just like go down to flaze. Oh. Oh, How's thank that? you so much. That's so much better. Oh, I can breathe again. <clears throat> it's um, it's Mimosa, wasn't it? You you, um, yes. you were the one who, who came off the ship. Yes. Um, I, I gather you've just gotten back from some sort of um, recent escapade out in the backworlds. Yes. Uh, just came back from a tour that I did not expect to be going on, but you know, life just kind of takes you in different directions. So. It certainly does, yes. Um, I've just come from Triaxis myself. Uh, really? My colleagues, yes, uh, my colleagues recommended that I um, take a bit of a detox, you know, um, go and um, explore Brathada and uh, not look at any screens or use any technology for a while. And I'm r rather enjoying it, or at least I was until I came in and started breathing all, the, all this pollen. But you've yes. healed that for me now, so thank you. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, I'm happy to help, especially when someone is 
working too hard, I guess. I suppose, yes, you could you could say that. But anyway, um, congratulations on your, um, you're promoted, didn't you, recently? Yeah, um, I guess, um, it's, it's interesting, I guess I'm a, I'm a public figure now, um, which is new, for sure, um, but, you know, it's, it's exciting, uh, a lot of people ask me a lot of things that I was not expecting, and didn't know I'd be giving a speech today, probably should have thought about that ahead of time, but, you know, we, we make do with what we can. That didn't make sense. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the, the spotlight has an, an effect on people. You need to go with the flow a little more, I, I think. Yeah, just go with the flow, you know, and I just kind of float out a little bit as a jellyfish. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you're getting it, you see, you understand? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, this, uh, this is a shogu. Hi, I'm Ushogu. Oh, yes, hello. I, I think we bumped into each other earlier. Yes, sorry for hissing. It's a, it's a defiance disorder. It's quite all right. Don't worry about it. And then getting, this is... Getting into new cultures Eno. myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, yes? This is my new friend, Eno. Mm? Ah, a pleasure. Pleasure to meet you, Eno. What, uh... You, you said you're on vacation. Yes. Oh, sorry. I haven't introduced myself, have I? Um, uh, Twill is the name. Uh, yes, just uh, floated in from Triaxis. Just trying to get away oh. from it all for a little bit. Too, much, too much noise going on. I What, what season is Triaxis in right now? Winter. Winter? Winter. Winter. I hear <laughs> it's it, lovely skiing weather right now. It uh, definitely is. I've uh, not been... Not much of a skier myself. I don't. I don't really have the, the legs for it. Um, uh, snowboarding is more my sort of thing. <laughs> and you think that's? Do you think they're smiling? You can't tell. They don't have a, a mouth. Is this all telepathic? Is there a smile vibe? <laughs> yeah, you, it's it's hard to tell when um, Twill is emoting. That's why they've got the robotic hands and arms to do the, yeah. the gestures for them. <laughs> I'm. I have telepathy. Does ever? Does everyone here have telepathy? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. So probably not all telepathic then. So how do you? Uh, uh, sorry, Twill. Like if you're don't have telepathy, but you don't have a mouth. How make sounds? I think it's um, some sort of voice synthesizer that's built into their chair. Nice. And it can translate um, back and forth. They're quite um, technologically sound, being a roboticist, but they're taking a d detox at the moment because it's stressing them out <laughs> a bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> but we all need that sometimes in life. Yeah. They've been told to put their phone down, which was the hardest part. <laughs> I can empathize. Yep. You're here. Are there drinks in, in here? Or, um, or did they not put drinks in the garden? It's like a little pavilion kind of deal. Uh, there is. There's a, a nice like, like little table with hors d'oeuvres and drinks in the center of the garden. Yeah, we can float on in that direction. Certainly. I could Certainly. use a topping off myself. And I would love to get started. Um, yeah, there are several people in here, uh, quite, quite a few Barathin, 
um, uh, priests uh, as well as um, some other people um, who you know kind of smile and nod as, as you walk by you hear a few like welcome back mimosa welcome back um, good seeing you oh my gosh you finished your training that's amazing yeah i'm How's a priest now when barathu like Hi. waves its tendrils yeah oh my gosh ah you look so <laughs> imagining a barathu like excite flailing is oh my gosh <laughs> 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 you know the, like the barathu headbutt tendril handshake like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. bit. um I will say, uh, as you approach the the the, the, the side of the, the the center, as it were, um, one very new addition to the garden is this um, large palm um, that's kind of like centered in the middle, and you can see that someone has thoughtfully like decorated it with like little flaming like suns and stars, and uh, like sim- like there's a there's a, a nice golden symbol of Saren Ray on the top of it um, and a uh, uh, a Lashunta woman um, so go ahead and move yourselves um, to yeah, either yeah. side of the platform um, I will say this Lashunta woman with purple hair is going to be here um, we need a name for a, uh, a, 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 a a middle management priest of Saren Ray here this woman. Middle management. I came up with the last name you guys did the others. <laughs> <laughs> I'm repositioning with Shogu. One second. Oh god. Hello. Trenda. Hello. Trenda. Like Trenda. With a T. Trenda. Trenda. With a T. Trenta. Trenta. Oh. Like the Starbucks cup. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mimosa. Welcome Very. back. She says. It's so good to be back, Trent. I'm you sure doing? you're not going to cause any trouble like you used to. Mm. No. You know, that's all ancient history, Trenta. Is yeah. it now? Because I seem to remember a certain prank you pulled twice mm. or three times. Where I woke up with slugs under my pillow. Oh, well, you know, what you do in your own bed is your own business. I, I certainly wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, we were never able to. I wouldn't be so to. presumptuous, Trent. <laughs> I see winning a beauty contest certainly taught you how to use your words. Well, I can't deny that. Will you be staying with us long? Head priest Braxil didn't tell me if I needed to set up a, your old chamber for you. Oh, well, I mean, if you're offering to set up my chamber for me, then by all means, I haven't decided how long I'm staying there. I'm asking, do I need to? I would love it if you would. You'd be doing me a favor, Trenta. Hmm. I thought you'd stay on your ship, but I guess if you're staying here, I'll make sure it's set up. Well, I would hate to impose. Thank you for your kindness. She Thanks hates you. Mad friendly vibes. <laughs> 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 mm, watch Mean Girls a lot. I'll see to it. Um. By the way, there are some presents for you. And she like 
like kind of motions to the the, the table um, and the the, oh, the, the palm. And I will pass by her as I approach the princess. And she passes by you. Hmm. And I pass by her. <laughs> the um, there are a few uh, uh, priests and guests here who kind of they kind of like um, they're not like backing away from you but they are like it's just kind of like the flow of the party um, as, as the four of you kind of enter into that area uh, but they're, they're mingling past you know having grabbed their hors d'oeuvres and whatnot um, tell me you gotta check out the presents yeah, it's by the tree. Yeah, it is. Love that. I need everyone to make a perception check. Ooh! All right. What is my perception? How do I play Starfinder? Let's find out. Uh, that is a twenty-one from Eno. Well, well, well. Nineteen for Ishogu. Okay. Thirty-two. Ishogu. I'm sorry, what? 32. Very nice. Wow. I'm looking for these presents. And Twill, what was that? <laughs> uh, 18 for me. 18. Um, okay, so Oshogu and Twill, um, you're very focused on the hors d'oeuvres and drinks that are available here. Um, Eno, name a cool present that you see out laid out here for mimosa the presents for mimosa okay uh how about like a a decorative uh scepter Ooh. like it's it's meant to be mounted on the wall but it's it's uh some kind of like crystal headed scepter in like a with a starburst pattern out of made out of uh I'm not going to say gold because I feel like there's something much more exotic in the land of Starfinder, but, uh, you know, some very high-end metals. You could have, like, like a supernova that's been frozen in time, almost, just on the end of the scepter. Yes. Cool. Um, uh, Mimosa, what is your favorite present that you see laid out here? Oh, I mean, that's honestly really hard to top. Uh, that's a cool one, uh, but it's not That's a really favorite. cool one. Hmm. What, what do you give to the jellyfish that has everything? <laughs> jellyfish that has everything. Um, you know what? I think it would be from one of my friends who made it to Priest uh, and is working their way up and knows that I love onesies. So I think it would be like a onesie with a hoodie, but it's all like made out of clouds. It's like a cirrus, like shifting, kind of like um, that octopus where it's reversible, where it can have like the happy and then on the inside, it's the sad one. So so the cloud forms shift with your mood. Okay. Um, you, you grab that present and lift it up and are so amazed by it. Um, but something, your 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 telepathic senses um, pick up thoughts of life and blood and the void 
coming from right behind you. And Eno, you sense, you hear the rustling of the palm tree as it springs to life. And it's uh, like tendrils start lashing out towards all of you. Uh, so go, go ahead and um, <laughs> oh, no. Bro, go I'm ahead. just enjoying some cafes. Yeah. What? Uh, we need to throw the three of you onto the, the, the platform, wherever you might be. Okay. Uh, go ahead and, and put yourselves out there, and then we're also gonna roll initiative. Mm. Initiativo. I'll be next to um to Shogu. Perfect. We're so, always having canapes uh, together. Eno and Twill, when you roll initiative, please click your token. And then there will be an initiative button that appears in the top left. And enter in your bonus there. Uh, just the bonus, no plus. No plus or a minus. <laughs> well, if it has, if it's a minus, you can put the minus. How oh, do you yeah, roll okay. initiative on this? I forgot. Uh, click your token. Mm-hmm. And then in the top left, there will be an initiative. Oh, yeah. I see. There you go. Uh, modifier. Mine is. Damn, you know what? I took improved initiative and also have a very good dex. Well, that's good, and you you get to act in the surprise round. So, um, as the uh the the frond tree. Um, who is no frond of yours um, springs to life uh, Eno uh, you get to act it is a surprise round and so I am pretty sure surprise round it's a standard or a move action it is yeah uh, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend a standard action and I'm going to pull out a little bit of that Lashunta magic uh, Eno has a little extra magic on top of that uh and they're gonna standard action summon a wisp ally on this thing and i'm going to uh reduce or i guess uh it's it does herring fire or covering fire i think covering fire is the one that increases ac against the next thing it attacks so that's what i'm gonna do okay so whoever it attacks will get a plus two to their ac as Uh. uh you know says look out and this can you describe the spell uh yeah so you know kind of just really quickly twirls their hand in a circle and these like firefly looking wisps shoot out into the square where the uh the frond is cool um i put a a blue blue dot on it to to show that there's a wisp ally there um, it is the Franz turn, um, no. which I may be giving away a little bit. Um, it is a surprise round, so I think what it does is um, it lashes out. Um, one of its Franz just goes and whips towards Mimosa. I'm very surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 28 versus KAC. Uh, let me look at what the KAC is. 15 points of slashing damage. Ooh, oh yeah, that'll definitely hit me for sure. 28? Mm-hmm. Ouch. I would be surprised if it did. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, uh yeah, it's... so it just 
these like fronds whip through your jellyfish flesh. Um, Twill and Ashogu, you're shocked and stunned at what's going on, but Mimosa, you're there. You're aware. You can wow. either do a move okay. or a standard. Uh, I'm going to, as a standard action, uh, activate my starlight form so my body lights up like a constellation and glows like the sun. Um, and there's now a 20% miss chance for hitting me. And that is my turn. Okay. I'm still holding on to my presence. Uh, <laughs> round I. one. Back to Eno. How long does this wisp ally hang out? Oh, it lasts quite a while. Five rounds. Perfect. Nice. Okay. And uh, so as my move action this time, Eno is going to pull out a, uh, a gun. I think I gave them a... Injector pistol. Uh-huh. So it's got small little uh, injector darts uh, that it shoots. And then, um, can I try to make some kind of identifying check on this uh, thing? Absolutely. Make a life science check. Okay. Uh, that is a 25. 25. Ooh. Hold on one sec. I don't know how rare this creature is. But even if it were rare, that would work. Okay, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm curious what uh, what resistances it has. Or, this or is a... Um, it's actually not a frond at all. It's a void palm. Whoop! I've misspelled oh. it. Um, what kind of resistances it has? Well, it's, it is a plant. It is a living plant. So um, first off, you know about all of the immunities that come with being a plant. Um, okay. Whatever those are. <laughs> but you also know. Uh, so plants are immune to mind effects, paralysis, poison, polymorph, sleep, and stun. But oh, on top of but on top of that, you also know that this Void Palm has an ability called Void Fronds, um, which when it is seen in black and white, such as in with dark vision in darkness, um, the pattern on a Void Palm's fronds resemble a dim and distant field of stars, and the effect is disorienting. Uh, so, as long as it is an area of darkness, it has concealment against creatures observing it with dark vision. Okay. And those creatures are flat-footed. I don't know if any of you have dark vision. I do. Um, okay. I think I do, but I'm not sure. Nope. Uh, Eno will say, this is a void from. You need to keep it in the light. It has special abilities that protect it in the dark. Okay. Um, move action, pull out your pistol. You still have yeah, a standard action. I, I think what I'm going to do is fire a shot with my injector pistol. So let me that right That be another 25 against KAC. Well, as you're about to shoot, it provokes an attack of opportunity. Oh, no. <gasps> okay. And it has a 10-foot range. Oh, no. So, first you will take 
a attack with a slash. Uh, 20 versus KAC. Yep, that'll do it. And it's going to be... 10 points of slashing damage. Oof. Oh, it takes it right on the, the arm, I think. But turns and, and then takes their shot. So mine was a 25 against KAC. That hits. And that's going to be 10 piercing damage. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. It takes 10 piercing damage as the... The thing shoots straight into its, like, trunk. Uh, is that... That's it, right? That is it. Okay. Then, um, as a full round action, the Void Palm, like, almost, like, spins in place. All of the decorations on it, like, falling to the ground and swinging out and hitting uh, the ground and the water. The people in here um, start, like, kind of, they, uh, like, shouting and screaming as uh, um, this, this fight is breaking out. And the area around the... The, the palm um, turns to darkness. No! Um, oh. And as it becomes pitch dark, the only thing in here that you can see is Mimosa's starlight form. Because it is it does give <sighs> 30 off light. Feet. 30 yeah, feet? 30 feet. Well, mm -hmm. shit. That's going to counterattack. Because it's a 20-foot radius. So that's going to counter everything. Oh Ooh. shit! Well, Good to job. be fair, it counters my mind thrust, so ah. mortal enemies. Okay, so purple is the darkness, and white is the silver light. That's amazing, and I love it. Awesome. Oh, it's kind of Because the only thing that pierces that darkness is magical light. Ooh, Saren Ray Bless! Nice. All right! Uh, Twill, it, it is your turn. So yeah, Twill was completely taken off guard by the plant that suddenly came to life and started attacking everyone. So they were like, what on him is going on? Um, but they're going to um, sort of like knock their drone fist together. Now, um, am I right in thinking that I can attack with my drone in this? Yes. So if I do a move action, I can then attack with my drone fists. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, he's uh, going to try and move over here toward more towards the light, and yeah, um, sort of clunk their fists together, and the knuckles glow with flames for a moment before they rush towards this palm frond and try and <laughs> um, they, they're going to Minecraft it. They're just going to punch the tree. <laughs> so. That is going to be... Eighteen to hit. Eighteen versus KAC. Mm. Um, you hit its tough bark, um, but you're not the, your drone is not able to go strong enough to like pierce through its tough exterior. Dang. Okay. Uh, Ushogu. Great. So Ushogu's uh, solar mode activates. Uh, this this vanta black darkness starts to like uh, cover his body, um, 
and the, uh, the, the, the low moaning of the damned starts to fill the room. Um, as solar armor starts to activate, giving me plus one AC, I'm gonna tune to photon mode, so this is gonna be round one of photon. Um, I'm gonna also choose resistant, energy resistance to cold and sonic, just in case. Um, great, I got that. And um, you start to see um, the, the 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 inner the the core of this Han start to uh, glow. This this faint this faint fiery light that starts to inflate his abdomen more and more and more and starts to shine through the the uh, the, the black armor and then Ushogu launches a huge cone of fire with fire spray Ooh. nice uh, okay. that's it's going to be uh I think everyone's going to be safe from it except these two peeps right here um they're gonna have to if they want to not take full damage make a reflex save okay um luckily one of them is a champion of Saren Ray um and, and, and so we see this uh, woman like kind of lift up her arm and shield with uh, Saren Ray's logo uh, like pops up on it um, and protects them both from the blast. Amazing. Great. I'm not a monster. Woo! <laughs> yes, Shauna! <laughs> Shauna's like... Oh, yes. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Uh, and for the ve uh, for the frond? Oh, oh, reflex save. Yes, I should have been doing that. Plus. Ooh, natural 20! Damn. Alright, that does certainly beats the DC. Um, so that's going to be only four points of fire damage. <laughs> You'd think the plants were, like, extra vulnerable to fire, but not this one. Not this one. It's a tricky customer. Mm -hmm. This is an anti-plant. <laughs> uh, Mimosa. <laughs> Oh boy, um, this is a spooky situation. Um, I'm gonna, so can we guarded step twice? Or is Dorothy no. only guarded step once? You would have to spend once. two actions. I think you can only guarded step when you don't do any other movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah so I think that's the it's cost. A it's a move action. You could also spend your standard action to guarded step again, but then you're losing your turn. I see. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Um, so when you do guard a step, and that's only when you're moving out of the range. So if I were to move um, five feet, I'm still within that range, and then I could guard a step out of that. Yeah. Either or... way, you would provoke one attack of opportunity. But gotcha, gotcha. you don't know if this thing has more than one attack of opportunity. Hmm. Fair. 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 Um, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm going to do a guarded step. Oh, that moves the light though. Okay. Oh. Still. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna do a uh, step back five feet. So I'll provoke. Uh, okay. And then I'll move till I'm out of the range with one of the, with my movement action being a guarded step, would I still be able to attack if I'm just doing it the once? 
you uh, moved twice, though. Okay, so that would be using gun step twice. Yeah, yeah and you probably, you don't... if you want to still shoot and you're going to provoke anyway, you might as well just use your move action to move. I see. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll just move to here, and then I will shoot some stars at it. Okay. So that's at 18 versus KAC, plus two because of the cover fire, or harrying fire? Uh, the wisp battle. Uh, I, was, I was doing the other one uh, to give us a bonus to our AC, so no, no attack mm-hmm. bonus here. Right, the but the it's eighteen versus it rolled at eighteen versus um, Mimosa's KAC, which you get. Oh, a, I see. Yeah, so give yourself a plus so, two to your AC. Um, okay, plus, well, nineteen is my KAC. Oh, perfect. So then. we're good on that. The, um, the frond of the lash, the lash of the frond, um, doesn't make it through your armor. Fantastic. Uh, and then I'm gonna shoot to. Uh, two little stars at it, which, if I recall correctly, is just... Okay, that's right. Um, magic missile. So that is roll two, 2d4 plus 2, which is 4 points of force damage. Pew pew! Pew pew! Um, Alright, Eno. Would I know from my uh, my check last time whether this thing is intelligent? Does you would know that it is or? not intelligent. It is not intelligent. Okay. All right. Well, then I am going to move. I'm gonna. <laughs> can I get? I can get off this platform, right? I'm gonna move away. And it does not provoke because it's already used its AOO. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to fire my injector pistol, but as I do, throw a little biohack in there. Nice. And that is a 22 against KAC. That hits. Okay. So uh, this biohack is uh, the one that gives them a minus two to their AC. And then for damage, you're going to take four piercing. How long does that last? That is a good question. I think it lasts one plus my int, so it should last four rounds. I Perfect. Think. And I will verify. Okay. Um, the Another pulse of dark energy um, uh, comes out. Uh, three rounds. Got it. <clears throat> Um, I totally forgot to do this when it first used the action, so I'm going to do it now. Um, another pulse of dark energy, void energy, like pulses out. Um, and all four of you need to make a reflex save as the darkness that is fighting against the light um, takes on a strange gravitational energy. Oh, I got a 16. Fail! Use my save. Oh, no. Reflex save. 27. Pass. Wow. If that was a fail, I was going to be very concerned. Uh, (laughs) Also a fail. It was floaty, so he can just like a whoop. Dodge it. (laughs) And Ushogo, can you give me a reflex save? 16. 16 is a fail. Oh, I tried. Um, (laughs) All three of you feel 
the effects of gravity sort of like stop happening within this darkness, this void of darkness. Um, and all three of you become off kilter. <gasps> wow. Oh no. Off kilter, uh, I gotta see what that does. You're floating in zero G. Oh. oh. That's like a debuff to um, um, agility stats, isn't it? Yeah, I've got it right here. You want me to read it? Yeah, uh, go for it. Uh, you can't take move actions to move your speed, crawl, or take a guarded step. You are flat-footed and take a minus two penalty to attack rolls. Okay, so minus two to ace. You must use Last a method turn. of propulsion to right yourself or grab a stabilizing object in order to end the condition. I have a question. Uh-huh. Um, would this be considered like being like similar to the void of space type gravity Absolutely. Weird situation? Uh because as a star shaman I have walk the void where you are immune to the harmful environmental effects of outer space and vacuum. You also gain a fly speed of twenty feet while in space, in addition no, that's about charting. So would that be similar enough that it would affect this or not? You are still off kilter, but I think the moment you move, because you have propulsion, you write yourself. I don't know if there's an okay. action to write yourself. I could take an action to write myself. Yeah, would it be akin to one getting out of the flat-footed uh, condition? I think so. Hmm. Okay, yeah, you have to use to steady yourself as a move action that requires a surface to grab onto or some method of propulsion. So you're like kind of floating there for a moment, but you would have to spend a move action to like grab control of your your, your actions. Sounds good. Um, okay, so that was a thing that should have happened last turn. So um, this turn, it's going to stay where it is. Um, and lash out, these three different fronds lash out um, at Ushogu and uh, um, Twill. So Damn. Let's... You said it could stay where it is. That suggests to me that this plant, this tree can walk? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you know, you would That's know suspicious. that yes, this this void palm can move. It has, it has a say no tree. <laughs> um, to something else. Is alive. The fronds lash out. First one at Ushogu. Mm-hmm. That is a 17 versus KAC. Uh, yeah, the hits. Plus two to your AC because of the Wisp ally. Oh, plus two to my AC. Uh, wait a minute. So let me do that quick math. Uh, is a seven? Yeah, it still hits. Okay. Uh, wait, 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 wait. So it was okay. So. Plus two for the, for the Wisp Ballet. It's normally uh, 18 with the solar armor. So you have so, 20 now. But minus two because of um, the conditions. So I'm 18. Oh my God, yes! <laughs> Second Woo! one comes out at Twill. Yes. 23 versus KAC. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> and then the third one's gonna go back to Ushogu. Natural one. Does not hit. Okay, so Twill, you're going to mm. take... Ah, oh, interesting. It can do three lashes, but it does less damage. Uh, 
You take 12 uh, points of damage. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, and, wow. And Twill, it is your turn. Okay, uh, let me just um, do this real quick. Minus 12. Nice. There we go. Right, um, so yeah, Twill's just been thwacked across the um, the body mass, so they'll sort of like twirl around, um, steady themselves, realize that everyone is floating. Um, at this point, I think they will take a shot with their pistol that they have in their hover chair. So a little uh, metallic panel opens up in their hover chair and a cannon comes out. Uh, this is a binding blaster. Uh, now this doesn't do much in the way of damage, but it fires a sphere-shaped energy matrix that um, interferes with mobility. So it's... Yeah, so I think on a critical it, it um, entangles, but we'll see how things go. First, you provoke an attack of opportunity. Oh, okay. Even uh, though I'm not moving. Sorry? Even though I'm not moving. Uh, it's a ranged attack, right? I see, okay. Uh, 17 versus KAC, plus two from the Wisp ally. Uh, Does no, not, not hit. Plus two. plus two is only for the very first attack that they do. Oh. My case. My KC is 18, so it still doesn't hit. Damn! <laughs> so your, uh, like, maybe your, your drone kind of, like, pushes the frond away. Grabs onto the frond before it strikes. Nice! Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he um, takes a shot with his um, blinding blaster. And it's got so... a lowered AC from the biohack. It's moving, like, slower than it was before. Hmm. Okay, so it's a hit. Or maybe there's, like, cracks appearing in its trunk. I kind of like that. Uh, 24 to hit. That definitely hits. Good. Okay. And this does 1d6 plus 2 damage. Uh, so 5. 5 damage. It's not great. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that helps. Does it do anything yeah. else? Um, that's it, I think. Uh, it, oh, it, I've got bind on the ability here, so... Ooh. I think that only happens on critical though. So okay. no, nothing else. Okay, Ushoku, you're floating in zero I'm, G. I'm floating. Um. <laughs> All right, uh, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so for the off kilter stuff, uh, I get negative two. Do I get negative two to attack rolls and uh, damage rolls? Or just attack. Just attack. All right, cool. I can live with that. Um, all right, I think uh, Shogu is going to uh, unsheath his dueling sword and get a little up close and personal with this. Corpse uh, Fleet Blade. Yes. Ooh. Dreaded Corpse, uh, which is now uh, glowing with purple fire. Um, wow. Here we go go it's going to be great i believe in myself oh that's a natural 20. <gasps> Shit. Yes. okay oh that's the power belief all right that's so night, Ooh, all right so here we go so this is uh number one that's 12 plus number two Another 12, that's 24 slashing damage and burning because it, it was Ooh. a critical. So I gotta look up burning now. 
24. Very nice. Um, leaves and, uh, and blades of fronds just go flying everywhere, slash down. Um, and, like, we can see, like, the scorch mark uh, appear across the trunk. And it's um, uh, some of its leaves kind of, like, go up um, in, in, in flames. Uh, it is burning now. Shit! Uh, I am going to look up how much damage that does with my weapon, but other than that, that should be my turn. Okay. Oh, I'm also uh, second round uh, attuned to Photon. Cool. Okay. Uh, Mimosa Vega, you're off kilter. Just kind of like spinning. Yeah, I imagine I'm just kind of like floating upside down. um, Like a jellyfish. Yeah, just kind of like, well, I'm trying to, this is a weird, weird way to be, uh, but... I'm just gonna ignore it and conjure three stars around me as a full round action and pew pew. I'm gonna throw stars at you. Ooh, Damn. that's good damage. Uh, that's 14 force damage. Woo! Wow. Chip, no chip, chip Uh, the, 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 the light continues to like fight back the darkness. Um, and Eno, you too are floating. Okay, so this isn't a thing that it specifically allows for, but I'll, I'll let you make a ruling on it. I ha- So uh, I'm thinking as a way to right myself from being off kilter, I can spend my move action with my gecko pad gloves, which are like sticky gloves, to grab the ground and pull myself back down. Yeah, I think that the, the gloves themselves would give you the handholds that you need. Okay, so I, I, I think, to be fair, I think at least one hand has to stay stuck to the ground. But fortunately, I have a one-handed gun. Mm-hmm. So I'll hold myself to the ground with one hand and then take another shot with my injector pistol. Go oh, for it. That's that's a bad roll. That's a natural oh, no. one. No! No. Well, you guys do cards or anything? No, 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 no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> low stakes, <laughs> low stakes. Uh, as a little flavor, though, I will add, the as the shot goes wide, uh, you see, you might notice the, the dart glows and then disappears, and then a small glow in the gun as the ammo reappears in the gun. Love it. I have the conserving fusion. Conserving! That's such Ooh. a badass fusion. Nice. It's nice. so good. Um, and you are no longer off kilter, although still floating in zero G. You've got control over your body. Yep. Um, it is the Void Palm's turn. Um, I think there's only so much it can do. I'm going to keep... So first off, 1d6 burning damage. Ushogu, go ahead and roll some burn, baby. Burn, baby. Ow. Yeah, that's a six. Damn. Hell nice. yeah. Um, and then at the end of its turn, I'll make a check. Uh, what is it, like 10 plus 6? Or is it 15 plus? I'll double check. Oh, um, to extinguish? Yes. I actually don't know. I think it depends believe. on the uh, the method, right? The save, yeah. Whatever the saving throw is of the thing that caused it. Oh. Uh, it's based on the damage it takes each turn. Yeah. So it's one d six damage. Um. So if it, if if it takes 
like six points of damage. Hold on, AONSRD.com, extinguish. Um, or let me look. AONSRD is great. Burning. Shout out to AONSRD. Sorry? Oh, the website, uh, AONSOD, I feel like is like one of the best resources it's for Starfinder. It's so good. <laughs> there we go. At the end of each round, it's 10 plus the amount of fire damage you took this round. Great. So uh, it's 16 DC uh, then. Uh, which is the best it could be. But first, I'm going to lash out three times because <gasps> it's been um, enraged. The tree is enraged. It is. Enraged. Oh, no. um, and enraged I'm going to put, gonna put all of these against Ushogu, the source of this this burning fire. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so the first one, you're going to get uh, plus two to your AC on from the Wisp ally. Oh, amazing. Uh, 18 versus KAC. That hits. Uh, even with the plus two? With the plus two, yeah, it still hits. Okay, second one. Natural one. Third one. 22. Uh, yeah, that hits too. So one and three. Uh, it like spins around and does twenty-four points of damage. Uh, oh, nice. oh, damn! And then it's gonna make a reflex save. Nope, plus eight, not plus asterisk. Uh, and that's a twenty-three. So as it spins, uh, the void kind of uh, with the motion of its puts out the fire on top of it. Oh, all, all good things must come to an end. They, they do. Uh, Twill, back to you. Wow, okay. Um, so is anyone still off kilter? Is anyone still floaty, unable to I get their balance? I am, but I'm ignoring it. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to use my drone to go over to Shogu and offer them a hand to like um, pull them back down onto the ground. If I can do that. Damn. Um, uh, Ushogu, like, acknowledges your help, um, turns to you and says, You might want to get away from me as soon as possible. I've got something brewing. I um, see. It, and there's a, there's, a, there's a faint glowing happening inside the armor. I think I'll take a step back. And yeah, they'll, they'll sort of, like, um, pull you back down onto the ground, and they'll make a float away towards the source of light next to Mimosa here. Um, this should make a great vacation star. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that provokes as the the, the, <gasps> the Void Palm, like, senses movement and lashes out. No! 19 versus KAC. Uh, my KAC is 18. Yep, that hits. For more damage this time, uh, 13 points of damage. Oof. Oh no. Um, and your drone hand is still here floating next to Ushoku. I put a little token out here for it. Okay, cool. Uh, and the other drone hand is um, still punching this tree. So I <laughs> don't know if I can do another attack and maybe half the damage or something if it hits. There's uh, only one fist. So we'll put it right there. I guess you've got two drones? Um, it's one drone, but it functions as um, a singular object, but it can do um, ambidextrous things, if you'll allow that. Interesting. Um, if you've got the actions left for it, go for it. Well, I've done a move. I haven't shot, so a drone counts as a separate entity for that. 
so I'll try. I'll try doing another punch with the uh, the fire knuckles again. I'll, I'll get the actual name for it. What is it? Ignoso knuckles ember. Ooh. You might as well yes. say fire knuckles. Fire knuckles. With a name just like sounds that. Fire yeah. knuckles. Fire knuckles. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it's gonna take another punch at this tree's bark with the um, fire knuckles. Um, Eleven. I'm guessing that'll hit. Mm-mm. Nah. Uh, the sound it like spins in place, um, avoiding it. Uh, Ushogu, we come to you. Great. Uh, first question. Uh, how how are these? How is this? Uh, the drone uh, keeping me uh, not on, off kilter. Like, how is it? Uh... It will have offered its um, hand out to you to whatever tendril um, looks like. It can be used to like grapple onto you and, and tug you back down onto the ground. So both of your feet are down there, so you're not um, floaty anymore. And it's just sort of like holding your hand essentially to keep you in place. Great. I'm I'm really worried for this thing if I unleash what I want to unleash. <laughs> I'm sure he can build some more. <laughs> okay. Uh, am I... Let's see. I'm going to see if there's anyone else that's going to deal with that. Nope. Just these drones. All right. And the void palm. All right. So purple fire starts to well up inside of him. Um, it starts to leak out. There's flames that surround him as this big bug is going supernova. Um, Sunglasses on. (laughs) I believe that would be a 14 reflex save for half damage. 22. Oh, wow. Yeah, that definitely. All right. So let's just hope for high damage. Can I do a reflex save for my drone hands? Because they can do that. You should. Okay. Definitely. (laughs) What was it? 22. Uh, 14 was the DC. 14 was the DC, 14. yeah. 14. Okay. Oh, 17. Perfect. Nice. Okay, good. All right. Um, so, the damage is going to... Oh, whoops. I just... Ha 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 Roll 66. Whee! It's 21. Ooh. Fire damage. Uh, in half, PC. cut in half. Cut, uh, of course, cut in half, yeah. For the ones that survive, uh, that made the reflex save. So they'll all take 10 points of fire damage. Perfect. So close. Um, oh. You can almost hear, like, the way that the it rustles. Um, as it like is your your implosion scorches it like it's like you can hear the leaves like screaming maybe you're pretending but um, it is a discordant symphony in your ears Mm. much like the music of the cosmos what are you Uh, talking about this is terrifying (laughs) yes it's glorious (laughs) you get used to it (laughs) The spitting backwards <laughs> in, in space. You get used to it. down. <laughs> just kind of like, I am here. I briefly eye the drink station to make sure that it's okay, because I'm definitely going to pay, pay a visit afterwards. Uh, and then three more stars. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, ooh, okay, 10 points of force damage. 10 points. Uh, Mimosa, describe your kill. 
Yes. Ooh. You know, I think I briefly, uh, somehow over the course of this, I've gotten tangled up in the onesie, not quite wearing it, but I managed to reach out with the scepter and then kind of shoot light from it to speed up the stars. And it's just gonna be, uh, I'm gonna put my signature on the tree, just write my name in starlight. Nice. Um, the tree like shudders and falls and the darkness and the void fades into it. Um, as it like collapses to the ground and pieces of uh, scorched bark Um, and the camera kind of like pans or like it it pans down and floats up as we see the scene from like a bird's eye view Um, everyone kind of like rushing in to like make sure everyone's okay Uh, and we pan oh sorry could I make a deck save for the rest of the presents? Uh, you don't have to, to <laughs> save for it. Um, we see um, Mimosa kind of like running out, uh, uh, reaching to, to try and save the presents, or at least you know, see what what they're doing. Um, in this last presents are like they're just like socks, and that's really like rock hard stale cake you get at Christmas. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> you got the best ones. In this oh, last yes. glimpse from above. Um, Give me real quick what everyone is doing. Uh, start with Mimosa, since we, we kind of have an idea. Uh, I managed to put on some of the, like, singed socks just on, like, the tips and the, tips and the tendrils. Um, having a drink and saying thank you to my new friends, because, wow, y'all are great. Yeah, uh. I think... Um, go on, you first. No, no, you go first. All right, um, yeah, Twirl's gonna be like um, panting. You think they're panting, they look shocked. It's difficult to tell because um, their um, arms have taken a, a bit of a, a battering from the, the weird plant. So they're just like, sort of like, <gasps> what was that thing? Evil tree, I guess. What was it doing in here? That is an excellent question. I believe the technical term is void palm. I see. Or how it got here, I have no recollection. And are there any others in here that we should be worried about? Does this, this, and he picks up like a, a red flower. Is, is this going to attack us? Should I be concerned? That's a garnish. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it back down. <laughs> My bite you. <laughs> Um. Uh. So, what are the what's the, what are the last things that uh, we see Ushoku doing as the camera is like fading to black? So, as the solo armor retreats back into the solar moat, um, he start he's he's panting, trying to catch his breath. He's looking around the 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 green room as it is, and he goes, <sighs> "Supernovas really dehydrate me." And like he just goes on all fours and starts sipping the water that's <laughs> slurping it up out of the aqueducts. And maybe like oh. nibbling on a, a plant or something like that. <laughs> Can I offer you anything stronger? Sure. Uh, you know, you know, we'll just touch your glass and we use churn fluid, turn it into something else that uh, is more palatable. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, mean water. Uh, just, this this has been a, a dandy of a day. Uh, is is your, are your adventures always so exciting? Well, and dangerous. I could say I could lie and say no, but this is most how most days go. Yeah. Hmm. It was absolutely I may just terrifying. Stick, around, stick by your side for a little bit, just for an adventure. For sure. I mean, happy to have both of you. You know, you could uh, extend your vacation. You could continue showing more of those those injecty bits. Oh, that's just a little something I picked up along the way. Yeah. And it, and as long as I have community service, I'm sticking with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can say without a doubt that today was the most horrifying, terrifying, awful experience I have ever had to deal with. Why do I want to do it again? Because it's fun! Come on! Because I have that adventurous <laughs> spirit in you. Is it? Is it fun? I suppose it's it can a be. Bit, yes, alright. Well. Yeah. Is, is there any more? Quick look around. <laughs> As the four of you look around, the camera fades to black and we'll have to find out what happens next time on the Book of Bethesda. We'll be back in two weeks with episode two of chapter five uh, of the book. Um, uh, Please, yeah, follow us on, follow Manapot on social media. Um, to like stay apprised of the situation. Um, before we end for the night, though, I'd love to give our lovely cast members a chance to reintroduce themselves one last time and let us know where we can find you and um, plug any projects you happen to be working on, uh, starting with Mimosa, Dexter. Hello, Internet. I'm Dexter Warren. Still, but my name didn't change. Uh, you can find me on TikTok as Afro Cinderay. If you like uh, gay screaming and anime content, I also post a whole bunch of memes on Instagram, uh, Dexter Warren, uh, over there. So stop on by. Heck yeah. Uh, my name is Parker Wallace. Uh, if you want to see more of my voice work, you can check out the Starfound podcast, uh, which is a Starfinder actual play podcast. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Parker Wallace, W A L L I S. And I have a website, uh, parkerwallace.com. Yeah, and that's me. Uh, I have been Jeff, and I am uh, part of two other projects, both of them Starfinder. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at EPN underscore Jeff. And uh, the other two projects, if you want to see those, is Emergency Power Podcast. And also we have a Twitch stream with Hex Grid Heroes and Pan from Cosmopunk. And that is Horizons Unknown on the Hex Grid Heroes Twitch. Ruby, um, I've been Cypher, um, and yeah, my Twitter is over at uh, uh, Cypher the Box, and I'm also on Cosmopunk, which is another Starfinder um, actual play podcast where I will be playing Ryder. And at the moment, I'm doing a 8-bit video game intro, um, complete with music and its own uh, graphics. 
just a little vertical slice of it. I'm going to try and post that up soon. That's over on CosmoPunkPod. That's our Twitter. Amazing. Uh, and I have been your host and GM for this evening, uh, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be. Krifu Bernal. Um, I am a captain slash producer here at Manapod Studios. So you can see me here at Manapod Studios on various streams um, the, tomorrow on Mondays at seven at 7.30 7:30 p.m. GMT is of course the All That Glitters Explodes Starfinder actual plane, which we're playing through Fly Free or Die. Um, I play Yeva, the Sarkeesian Witch Warper. Um, who uh, is way too large, but always in charge. Um, it's weird playing a giant lady. Like, it's just, it can be awkward at times, but also very fulfilling. Fun though, definitely fun. Yeah. Um, and then um, on Wednesdays, so last week was the premiere of the, a new Pathfinder 2E actual play in which um, we're playing through the Wrath of the Righteous campaign over at the Capricorn Cross, twitch.tv slash the Capricorn Cross, and I'm playing a um, Cockney Goblin Butler Investigator, um, which is uh, very fun. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Wednesday will be our second session, and that's at 7 p.m. GMT as well. Um, and yeah, we've got a lot of great stuff, so follow us here at Manapot. If you haven't already, join our Discord. Check out all the socials. Um, and please stay tuned for the raid. We're going to go over to our friends at A Tale of Dice, a Dutch Pathfinder 2E um, actual play group. Um, we got to play with them, uh, some of them, during our happy hour last week. Uh, last week? Last Friday? No, the Friday before. Anyway, um, join us for the raid and say hi to the A Tale of Dice crew as we come in. Um, and until then, bye. 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 Have fun. Have fun.